There's a place here at the table Your coats go by the door You can kick your shoes off in that pile on the floor I hope you wore elastic Cause your waistband's gonna get tight Take time's done, we're having a night Hi guys Painful. Very painful. Very, yeah. very painful. A lot of therapy. Unless you're like, okay, I had a one-hit wonder, but like, I didn't even want to be a musician to begin with. You know, like, I had a one-hit wonder, and like, isn't that kind of crazy? <laughs> now I'm just an accountant in Muskoka. Or like, and I'm still a musician, but I'm just grateful that I had that, that those 15 minutes of fame. Yeah. Like, that's someone who is well-adjusted. Oh my God. I mean, I think about this all the time with acting. Like, how many actors... I was just saying this to Mallory today of like how many actors there are whose name you knew so well for a period of time. And then you're like, but what, ha- where, what have they been doing for the last 15 years? That's why it's best wow. to just stay under the yeah. radar, you know? <laughs> you know, <laughs> if you, you never, never have break to grapple through, with that. Yeah, <laughs> if, you just, if you never break through, then you don't have to disappoint people. Yeah, or yourself. Um, That's healthy. The other, the other version of having a one-hit wonder that I think would be cool is if like, you were like a like punk or some other genre that you were not interested in being popular in that way, and mm-hmm. then somehow you like topped the charts and were like, "This is so weird and random." Like I reject the status quo. Yeah, but how would you have any friends? I mean, that's the mo- you're describing someone who is so incredibly irritating. <laughs> Am I? Someone who's like, oh, it's the equivalent in acting of someone being like, "Oh yeah, I just like yeah, I booked this movie. I don't." I'm just like a, a, I'm just a surfer, but yeah, I like just, I just booked this movie and yeah, I guess it's doing really well and I'm nominated for some awards, but like, it's not my thing. And that's true. That's so annoying. It's like, get out of here. I've been training my whole life for this. But there's something else about like being, if being a musician, there are so many other, there are so many genres. Like if you're an actor, you do the things that come your way, Mm -hmm. which I feel like is different from being a. A music, right? Like a songwriter. Sure, sure. But I agree that in in the form of an actor, that would be super fucking. Annoying. It's very like um. Did you ever read Cowboy Mouth? I'm sure. You what did. do you think, the Patty Smith? No, I did not. But it's like about her and Sam Shepard, and it's sort of you know he's just like. Wait, is it a play like a cowboy or a book? around town? It's a play. Oh no, I saw it when they did a Yale Cabaret. Oh yes, exactly with Michelle and Mickey. Yes. Duh. Anyway. Well, just, I basically, I think Sam Shepard was one of these people who sort of, like, just had a really easy time of just kind of making it. I, like, well, this yeah, new biography know. came out about him. Uh, yeah, that's said as much. Yeah. Interesting. Still into it. God, so hot when he was younger. So hot when wow. he was older. Yeah, hot not even All younger. the time. What was your best bite or sip of the week? Or did anything big happen in your food world this week well here's a little story i'd like to tell on air i went to what i thought was a dinner party uh at 8 p.m uh on a school night this week and i got to this person's apartment and it was not dinner it was just drinks it's uh, at 8 p.m i just want everybody to pause and appreciate the fact that this person invited people over for just drinks at 8 p.m. And so I was like total like detective sleuth. I was like, what? What is this and why? Yeah, you know, and and what allows someone? What like compels someone to to want to host that kind of event? Like, how hard is it to just get a couple pizzas? Like, are you trying to get everyone really drunk or hoping they won't stay long? But they'll right. stay longer actually without food, I think, because as is what happened to me, I just got so drunk that I forgot that I was hungry. Yes. And suddenly I wanted to talk to everybody. <laughs> suddenly it becomes a real night. Yes. Suddenly you're having a serious night because you're fucking hammered. Mm-hmm. So then I got home and ate some leftover chicken, which was delicious mm. because I was actually starving. Uh, rotis? Not rotis. Um, I've... I think I've talked about this before, this chicken shawarma recipe that I oh, make. Yeah. It's New York Times. Okay, I made it and mine was really dry. Really? We got to talk about this. I know. Okay, it's a recipe from the New York Times. 
called chicken shawarma, just like Ari just said three seconds ago. It's thighs, right? It's thighs. It's thighs. And for some reason, mine was dry. Almost like, you know when meat gets dry and it almost gets like, not chalky, but like, <sighs> like it was just not juicy. It was very weird. weird. Maybe I mean, you I make enough marinade. It it's maybe. maybe. There should be a lot of marinade. Okay. I feel like it almost steams a little Ooh. bit. Yeah. I like pour it all out on the sheet pan. Yeah. And then you pour that, you chop up the chicken and pour it all back on. So there's like lots of right. juice and, and, and their favorite orange oil. The, oh, the marinade yeah. oh, like turns oil. into yes. this orange yeah. oil, which is okay. the most delicious flavor of oil. I'm going to try it again. I will do because I remember it looked, the, the visual of it on the New York Times looks so good. And the way you described it sounded so good. And the flavor sounded great. But like something happened to the chicken. Our producer, Harry, is standing over there. Yes, sir. <laughs> Are you just, he's perplexed. I'm just waiting for a good moment of, of when one, you know, when there's a pause. To do what? Behind. The pause is now. He's, he's making his way. He is entering. Oh. <laughs> Goodbye, Dinner Harry. and a show. <laughs> um, okay, so you, had, so you had the leftover chicken shawarma. How delicious. And Perfect. you? Shit, I asked that question without actually like, having a good answer. Well, there's a Chilean red. Oh, my God. First of all, I, cre- I, did it. I, I committed one of the cardinal sins. Almost as bad as inviting people over for a drinks party at 8 p.m. Also, I just want to clarify for everybody. The problem with that is like 8 p.m. is prime dinner hour. So like you basically have to eat at 6 p.m. if you want to go to an 8 p.m. drinks party. Unacceptable. I had two friends over for dinner. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I was like, I'm just going to do like a really um, robust Greek salad. Because I had just gotten back from a week in Germany and then four days in the UK. So it was like I had done a lot of eating. So I really wanted to just have something light. Mm-hmm. So I was like, it's going to be rope. It's going to be light, but robust. And what I'd does that also, mean? Well, <laughs> it's well. going to be, yeah, exactly. What is light, but robust? That's a good question. Cause I was also like, I want to, I don't want to have meat. Mm-hmm. So I just, so I did some, um, feta. I'm flatlining. I had feta, but I had a piece of feta that I thought was bigger than it was. So when I took it out, I was like, oh shit. I thought I had twice or thrice the amount of feta that I had. In water? Was it in water? In water, it was in brine. Uh-huh. And sometimes the brine starts to eat away at it. <gasps> so like what you thought was a huge piece of feta suddenly is like a nubbin. So that was like, and it was already like eight o'clock. So I was like, oh fuck. So I did that. Then I did like jammy eggs. I hate that phrase. I did soft boiled eggs basically, like sort of in between soft and hard boiled. Mm-hmm. Um, a medium boil. And a baguette and like shallot, uh, cucumber, a lot of tomatoes, dill, lettuce, obviously. Mm -hmm. It's like it would be a hearty salad if you were having lunch on a Thursday. Sure. But like for having people over, it was not enough. So I felt very bad. And I kept on being like, guys, I know this is the cardinal sin. And because we had been gone, it wasn't like I had other things that I could sort of put out. I know. I know. I was shocked at myself. Did, but didn't you do what we always say? Did you order a pizza? No, because no, no, I didn't. You know why? Because I selfishly was like, well, I ate so much in the last 10 days. Like, I don't want to just keep eating. And you know what I mean? Were your guests like, no, it's fine. They see, they were, they, yes, they were definitely doing it. No, it's fine. Cause usually it's like, I would have enough extra cheeses and stuff in the fridge that it's like, oh, we'll do a cheese course. We'll Sophie. do it. It was so bad. It was really bad. Thank God they're two of my best friends. So I think I've been forgiven, but it was really yeah, I had I had to keep on checking in. Sorry, guys. It's like you. We have talked about this before. When you're invited over to someone's house for dinner and there's not enough food, I mean, you go ape shit because it happened at a friend's I. house, and I have never recovered. Recovered exactly. And then I was person. I was literally there, seeing in my mind's eye exactly what this person had served me, and I was like, I'm doing something that's almost as evil. But two eggs a person is not so bad. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to make you feel bad, so we don't have to keep. Let's let's celebrate you for a second. I, I believe you have a piece of information that our our listeners will be very interested to learn. Well, I don't know if you guys have been following my escapades on Instagram, but I won a silver award at the World Marmalade Awards oh. in the first timers category. It's the first timers category, so I'm not going up against all of the pros. But I was very very proud. I like. I saw the silver. They have put like a star on like. The ones that won, you know, medals, awards, whatever. And I saw it and, like, kind of almost burst into tears. And then people were like, can we take your picture? It was really sweet. I mean... The Marmalade Awards were 
so unbelievable. Oh, is it like an independently owned marmalade association? Um, so like, it's what this, is it? It's this big house called Delamain, and mm-hmm. I think you know a lot of these houses in the English countryside that have been in families for generations. They have to find ways of basically like keeping up, like financially keeping up the house. So I think this woman loved making marmalade, and she was like. I know a lot of people who love making marmalade. What if we started hosting the Marmalade Awards? I think it's been going on for 18 years. Okay. There's now a sister festival in Japan. Cheers. So there were all these Japanese people came. They planted a cherry tree. Like, it was so sweet. Wow. Of course, the Japanese made, like, the most exquisite flavors, and, like, their marmalades were particularly beautiful. Wow. Um, a lot of attention paid. But it was, it's just, like, the sweetest, most niche thing that you could possibly dream of. And do you get to sample all of these marmalades at the ceremony? Like, what, what are there just little spoons? Or are there, like, pieces of toast? Yes, so there's a place where you can toast bread and you can, like, have it with your own marmalade. Oh because God. you can pick up, your, you pick up your marmalade when you see what, you know, award you got. So you can toast in with your own marmalade or they'll have, like, a lot of marmalade samples. Oh, my gosh. Including the winner of the year because that marmalade gets then produced at Fortnum Mason. Oh, wow. For a whole year. Wow. So, kind of a big deal. Basically, that could be you next year. <laughs> I mean, I think I have a little ways to go. Tim Nin from Edinburgh, I think, is who won. Okay. He's wearing a fabulous shirt Tim covered Nin? in citrus. Tim Nin. Tim Nin. Tim Min? Tim Nin. <laughs> I mean, sounds like at the next Tim Nin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so sweet, and it's in the Lake District, which is unbelievably beautiful. You know... I'm almost crying. I just... I... I have never, ever won an award. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I'm like, I don't never. think I've ever won anything. Any Nothing. I do remember freshman year of college, I joined the tea club, uh-huh. which I think was like a group of sort of hipsters started a tea club, like ironically. And of course I was like, I love tea. <laughs> so I showed up with my friend and they did like a raffle thing where like you had to, you know, write your name down and like put it in a hat. And my name got drawn, but we were like freshmen and didn't know anybody. So they like they were like, uh, Sophie Von Nieselberg. Oh my god, and how did <laughs> you like, get I think like a it was like a bouquet of tulips and like maybe a tea or something, but I think I just like probably turned bright red and like ran out of the room. You didn't even accept I think I did, but I think they were like kinda cool and hot and I was like, Oh, oh my gotta god. Go. <gasps> the only time I've ever actually won something and that like not even on your own merit like a, like a random thing like a raffle yeah. but yeah. you must have won sports stuff yeah but d- that's so different like I've never won that's like a team you know yeah. I've never won something that was like you you yeah. yourself alone did good no, I guess I'm did better now. than everyone else yeah good job but but they give out multiple silvers they give Don't, out one gold no one has to know that well, I just want to say it's not that I think I'm better than everyone else. It's that I think I'm on par with other people who are maybe good at making marmalade. And how cool is that? It's very cool. Um, yeah, it was a, a magical weekend. If anybody is interested in the art of preserving or making marmalade, I highly, highly recommend looking it up. It's just fabulous. And like, how you, can just, you can send them in. Okay. One exciting thing that we have going on today is that our friends mm. at our place... Here it is backwards. How do you like that? My gorgeous friend, Carolina De Laurentiis, started this company called Our Pantry, and it's five sauces. And so she sent us cherry tomato arrabbiata. So we're going to taste it. Well, let me just describe this, yes, though. Do, this do, is do. like, I very, as you also, uh, what? You, I very what? seldomly buy canned or bottled sauce, True. and I think you are the same. But I would totally pick this up. I'm just going to describe it for people who don't see the video. It's like, it's like sun golds. Yes, it's a exactly. yellow, and I see flecks of red. And I know there's. It says a light pasta sauce with a kick made from sweet hand picked yellow datterini tomatoes and sustainably farmed chilies. Now, what's a datterini? I don't know. Do you think know. those are the small yellow ones that are not sun gold but that look like a teardrop shape? Ooh, I mean. Hold on. They might be. Let me look up Dottorini. There's so many strains of tomatoes, heirloom tomatoes. Yeah, it's a plum tomato. Dottorini. But this just looks so kind of beautiful and precious and 
it's going to make some of that orange oil oh that we talked about. I mean, throw in a fact, pat of butter. I think there's a little bit of orange oil, our favorite color oil, top. on the top already. See it. Be it. Look at it. Um, it says in the, on the back to prepare pastas instructed toss with warm sauce. Top with Parmesan cheese and a healthy drizzle of olive oil. Recommend one jar for every eight ounce of pasta. But what I thought would be fun is we should try it and talk about what else we would do with the sauce that's not just making pasta. Ooh! Oh, I love that sound. That reminds me of, like, opening a Snapple, Snapple. when I was like, yes! Okay, what flavor Snapple were you? Oh, no! <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't even Sounds remember. Good. What, I just remember that one that was, strawberry. So, yeah, that was so gross and like not even tea. It was just like melted candy taste. Well, I don't think kiwi strawberry was supposed to be a tea. Kiwi strawberry was just like its own thing. Wait, was kiwi strawberry green or pink? I think it was pink. It had to be pink. Hold on. Let's go back to the <laughs> tomato. Mmm. Smells good. Smells great. I'm getting yeah. tomato I'm getting, like. I'm getting oregano. Is there even oregano in here? Am I making that up? I think so. Basil. Oh my God, there's no oregano. I'm so embarrassed. Guys, but I think it's the basil. Literally mortifying. It's the basil. Getting also, I'm only swine. I like yeah. the, the bit of vinegar in it mixed with the tomatoes. Is, the acid now, is nice. Do you, I think the vinegar, I imagine the vinegar is used both, if they used apple cider vinegar, so I imagine it's both a preservative. It functions as a preservative and also as a flavor. Don't ask flavor. me. Okay. Like Let's sort of it. like a citric acid situation. Sure. And I think okay. it probably just adds more dimension. Exactly. A spoon's going in. Mmm. Mmm. Oh, that, that is really good. Oh, wow. Wait, it has like real kick, which makes me so excited. And like a little, it hits mm. first, it's like almost a little sweet. Mm-hmm. Like the way like a big juicy summer tomato is. And then it has got a big kick. Mm-hmm. But not in a way that's like my mouth is on fire. Mm-mm. And it's I, really pleasant. Oh my God. Because people Ooh. are so scared always of adding, of like actually using chili. Mm. You know, it's like the chili is just sort of like hovering around, but you can't actually taste it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. This is like actually chili. Okay. All right. What would you do with it? I mean, I do think the way that they say to make it would be great, but of course would be perfection. But I'm like, you could also, I love a very spring, like primavera pasta. And it's so hard to make uh, this time of year because there aren't tomatoes as we know, but this is like, it's so springy and fresh. Like it's like a fresh tomato sauce. It's not a cooked tomato sauce. So I love like taking an angel hair and tossing it with this and then doing oh. like bocconcini, like lots of mozzarella that's just like thing. melted and like creating oh. like. It's like my favorite meal. Fuck. <laughs> Angel hair. And it's just like, yeah, it's creating with these the, like globs and like masses yes. of pasta stuck together. Yes. And lots of fresh basil in there. And yeah. then you feel like it's spring, but you could do it any time of year because you have this. It's true. This would also be great as like a dressing yeah. on like other tomatoes. Oh, yeah, totally. On, like, a huge beefsteak tomato. Yeah. I was also thinking, could you braise chicken thighs in this? Oh, could you? Like, mix this with a little bit of chicken stock and, like, braise your chicken thighs in this. Served over really, like, buttery Uh, rice. uh, (laughs) With, like, a ton of herbs in it. Are we going to make a cookbook around this tomato sauce? Carolina, you want to get us a cookbook deal? I love that. It would be great as almost like um, just a sauce. Throw some capers in with yeah. it on like a nice piece of white fish. I was thinking fish as well. Yeah, exactly. It's delicious. It's delicious. We love this sauce. Hold on, I'm going to take one more bite. I mean, honestly, I would I would eat it like a gazpacho. Mm-hmm. Put like some creme fraiche in it. It would be so good. Or whiz this up with cucumber Oh, to make a gazpacho. Like whiz it with cucumber. Yeah. I almost could also picture this with avocado. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice and cool. It would be yeah. a really nice, cool, chilled soup. Yeah. <gasps> That's... Oh, I'm excited for summer. Well, and I also have another one, so I'm going to give you one. <laughs> it's my lucky day. I am a winner. Guys, thank you, Our Pantry, for giving us yes. this... Uh, Delish. Arabiata. No. Arabiata. I Delicious. I just love an Arabiata. Five stars. Five stars would buy again. <laughs> fabulous okay so that was our that was like I could just do that 
all day long. Be a taste like, tester? Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. You, I mean. We'd, we'd probably knock out our palates, but. You think so? Oh, actually, they were talking about this at the marmalade thing. <gasps> because it's like a group of people taste every single marmalade. Mm-hmm. But they kept on being like, when you taste an award-winning marmalade, you just know. They were like, it doesn't matter how many other ones you've tasted. You just know. And then you give someone else a bite and they validate, you know, they verify that that is an award winner. As if it's like something else happens to your palate when you taste a gold. And did you taste a gold? Well, I tasted the gold that had been already made by Fortin Mason. Uh huh. So it wasn't like, so obviously because they're making it in mass quantities, mm-hmm. they have to sort of change the recipe mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I did think it was slightly too set for my liking. And what does that mean? Too, too firm? Too firm, yeah. Hmm. It's like, I don't want to have to, like... Right. You know, I want it to be somewhere between runny and gelatin so, and jelly. So if we're talking about, like, jelly, marmalade, jam... Yeah. Is there another one? Like, what are what are the different textures of, of each of those things? Well, marmalade just means that it's citrus. Okay. So that's that. Got it. Jam... Macerated oh. fruit? No, no. Jam means um, no texture. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Jam is with a texture. Jelly is no texture, right? So it's like grape jelly. Jelly is like gelatin. No, uh, I don't know if they actually add gelatin to it. I think it's like jam is with the the seeds. Jam is with, right? Yes. It's like picture a raspberry jam. It has yes. like seeds in it. Picture a raspberry jelly. It's like there's no seeds. It's just a coat of a coating of like bright red. Hate that. Yeah, I'm not a jelly person. Ever. But I also never grew up eating peanut butter and jelly. So I sort of like missed ah. where the jelly And if you go. want just a little, it is a very spreadable and yes. even spread, it's if you true. will. You, it's high, you have high control over the spread For of sure. a jam versus a jelly. Oh, I, wait. Oh, I think you have more control over a jelly spread. But you might get like a, a whole chunk of raspberry and like seeds. In, in a your, jam. In a jam. Jam, yeah. Yes. Right. Sorry. Wait. No. <gasps> yes, yes, in the jam. Jelly, you could just get an even film. Right. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Picture jam. It's like they jammed it all in. That is confusing because because j- jelly start and gelatin. Ugh. Maybe you do. You could add. I mean, you can add gelatin to any of it, I guess. Or you would add pectin, not gelatin. I think. But when you were a kid, did you eat peanut butter and jellies? Yes. Yes. Do you think it was jelly or jam? Fuck. Is the know. classic is the classic grape jelly? According to Smuckers. Wow. I mean, who is the crazy. the arbiter of of what is a classic PB and J? I mean, I think there was a lot of marketing involved. Oh yeah, I think so. I, it's such a tr- to me, it's truly a foreign sandwich. It's like oh, I've been eating them a lot recently. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, I wish it wasn't foreign to me because it sounds delicious and so easy. But I'm it's like so I just good. Hate peanut butter. <gasps> I do love peanut butter. Remember Smuckers used to do the ones that were like striated? Yes. It was like... Which I love. Oh, I bet. I love anything that's two different things mixed together in one, sold as one. Yeah. Like, remember that toothpaste that had red in it? Of course. Maybe it's maybe some of and blue. Wait, hold Why Did it start with a T? No. Fuck, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, and, well, and because the, they also talk about a marketing campaign. Yeah. It's like nonstop ads just showing this like perfect wave of toothpaste yeah, coming yeah, out. Yep, yeah. yep. And that thing I bought a couple summers ago, which I was thinking I need to get again. Maybe it was German. It was that aluminum yes. tube of ketchup and mayonnaise yes. together. Yes, Coming out good. as like two single, like little straight. Oh, yeah, adorable. I know. It's so satisfying. Um, wait, sorry. PB&J. Oh, yes. Jelly, jam, marmalade. I'm like, is there anything else in that family? Yes. Not compote. Oh, compote. Chutney. So chutney's like in the same family, I Mm -hmm, think. mm -hmm. Yeah. But I'm not a chutney person. What is pectin? So pectin is basically the the thing that is in a piece of citrus that lives like in the pith of the citrus that helps firm. That's where you get the gelatinous quality of marmalade oh i didn't know that but not every fruit has a lot of pectin which is why when you make jam you might Mm -hmm. have to add pectin because it's like i don't think that raspberries really have any pectin and that's why marmalades you like when we make marmalade we don't add any 
it's all just from the fruit. So when you have marmalade, it's just sugar, fruit, and water. Cool. Science. Yeah. And they also had a category at the awards of uh, honey marmalade. So mm. like just natural sugar. I don't know. Might be fun to try. Yeah. But honey so, has such a specific flavor on its own. Yes, it does. Um, that I think just going for regular <laughs> sugar, just go for that. Go for the cane. Agreed. Um, but yes, so that was the marmalade story. It was great. I'm still recovering. Thrilled. Kalu was there, which was fabulous. Love her. We've we... interviewed her. Please go back and listen to our episode about Kalu. Yes. And the best bite of white asparagus. Did we cover this last um, week? I, we did talk about white asparagus, but I think our internet cut out when I was trying to tell you that my dad had dragged us to a bakery. He didn't drag. I was not kicking and screaming. I was thrilled to go. Mm-hmm. We went to this bakery that he had read about like 15 years ago mm-hmm. out like in a random tiny, tiny village. And the bakery, you know, sells breads. We're in Germany for three more days and basically have like meals planned for at least two and a half of those. Mm-hmm. And he insists on I We bought four loaves of fucking bread. <laughs> like, what are you, you going to do with those? What are you planning on doing <laughs> with those? Yeah. yeah. And then every meal he's like, well, let's go to this restaurant. I'm like, well, we have four loaves of bread in the trunk. I think we're like mandated, ethically mandated to like eat the bread that we already have. I think to him it was almost just like the act of having it was, was enough in and of itself. Mm-hmm. And then like, of course, their bags started getting greasy. You know how that happens? Like which I like. Bag, which I love. Yeah. But it's like, then it's sitting there for three days you're, and you have these greasy bags in your... In my purse. Then you're like, like coming up to a hotel with like a bag full of greasy breads. It's a little bit embarrassing. Right. And then you just travel along with the breads right. from place to place <laughs> back to the States. And you can make some great croutons. I know. I think, I don't know if he shoved them all into his suitcase. I know he brought back the Leberwurst. Like, that was nice. very, very important. At one point he was like, maybe I won't bring it back. I was like, you bought, you bought cans and cans and rounds and sausages like... You can't just leave it here. Does it have to go through... Does you have to declare it? No. Well, you probably should. If you're listening, if the custom, U.S. Customs is listening. I know. I hope no customs officers are listening. I think... Well, two of them were in actual cans. I think if it's in cans, you're fine. Okay. I think mostly they're worried about, like, are you bringing in, like, root stock that could then become an invasive species? An invasive, invasive species of Leberwurst. Yeah, that would be bad. <laughs> <laughs> but it was great. It was really great. I want to have an episode where we talk about like our hopes and dreams. Oh my god! But we might have to do some more research on that. Here's some things that have happened. research on your hopes and dreams. Yeah, I need to sit down and think about it, and and like put together some very succinct thoughts. Um, I have some things to tell you. Uh, one of them is I went to uh, JG Mellon for the first time in a while. Oh my god! Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say first time ever. No, okay. no, 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 no. First time in a while. Remains to be a perfect restaurant of yeah. a certain kind. Uh, in the old school hamburger variety of mm-hmm. restaurants, as far as restaurants go, career waiters and old timiness, and like a, a real sense of authenticity, which, you know, roll your eyes as much as you want, but like it, you, this, we ordered a salad to split and we all got burgers, but the salad there is just like a platter of like iceberg, I think, and then just like everything else they have. Yeah, in the kitchen on top of it. So there's like slices of American cheese, slices of turkey, because they also sell a turkey sandwich, thinly sliced tomatoes from the burgers. Right. And it's all, and bacon and, and hard-boiled eggs, and it's all just Whoa. on top. And then they give you this little tiny kind of saucer of dressing. And it's just, it feels, yeah, like a salad from the 50s or 60s. And, yeah. and it's great. And it doesn't feel gimmicky. And you're not like, well, couldn't they just make an updated salad? It's like, no, it's... They've just always had that salad, and it doesn't it feel wrong. It feels right. Yeah. I also think there's a sense of authenticity at J.G. Mellon that cannot be mimicked in other places because they do have, like, a pretty steady supply of, like, midday alcoholics. Mm-hmm. That, like, that brings a level of realness, I yeah. think, to what they're doing. That, yeah. like, you, you cannot... You cannot create a restaurant anew in the year 2023 and expect to find regulars like that. That's true. That's very you know? true. And I think they opened one up on in the West Village. Yes. And it closed. And it was like, I think because they were trying to replicate the Upper East Side vibe and it was just, it felt like, well, yes, it's the same food, but it feels new and, and fake. 
Yeah. Um, okay. What I wanted, where I was going with this is, they were like, oh, do you want some shared plates? I said, yes. And they gave us literal saucers. Like no. with the. But I'm no. like, yes. Because we always say... Why? What is the point of giving me a shared plate if it's the size of a saucer? Uh-huh. I'm like, yeah, to- if it just is a saucer, I'm down. <laughs> At least I know, like, you're using what you have. It's, like, the same as the salad. I, what have you got back there? Right. What, what shared... They're not going to order more plates. It's like, I mean, they could. They could, but also, it's, like, an efficiency that I'm really down with. The thing that... Okay, I didn't realize that the thing that you chafe against is not the size. It's that it's not actually a saucer. It just happens to be the size of a saucer. To me, I'm like, no, I... I I, if you're giving me a plate, I need to be able to put something on it that's not just a half a burger. Because a saucer is the perfect size, actually, for a half a burger. Yeah, unless it gets but messy. But it's not the perfect size for half a burger, some fries, some no. salad. No. Right? And, like, what are you sharing? The salad. Yeah. So it was a little difficult, difficult just spatially. However, I just appreciated that if you're going to give me a saucer... At least have it be Make a literal a saucer. saucer. Yeah. I just don't know how we're going to get people to come around on this. Well, I think they just have to be full-on dinner plates. Yes. Or at least the size of a, an actual salad plate that's like, yeah. say, eight inches, six or eight inches long. Are you good with, like, measurements? Um, like, no. guessing measurements? Maybe. What? Oh, my God. I was chopping something the other day that called for quarter-inch slices of zucchini. Yes. And I was eyeballing it, and then I was like, actually, I just want to know yeah. what that is. Yeah. So I got a ruler and put it next to the zucchini, and it was thrilling. Okay. <laughs> and how did it line up with what you had been doing before? Very good. Wow. Very good. Because quarter-inch is way smaller than everybody thinks. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like a quarter-inch. I'm, I'm always like, oh, a quarter-inch that's sort of... I think of it like... like I think my quarter inch is actually a half inch. Yeah. No, smaller. And then I gotta get. Oh my God, have you seen these videos of this woman? Oh my God, she takes a cucumber and she puts like, I think two rulers next to it and chops it, but it doesn't chop through all the way. And then she <gasps> turns it and chops it. And then when she opens it up, it's like these spirally yeah. fun things. Do my, you know how to do that? No, but the my, my dad's in my like favorite, favorite sushi place in LA that currently does not exist. I hope it reopens at some point. He, he would do that. Mm-hmm. His knife skills were just unbelievable. Ugh. Ugh, to spend time learning to be a sushi chef. Mm-hmm. We should make some sushi together. I have those things. Oh, yeah. But I'm like... What are those called? An, a, ra- a sushi maker? Like a bamboo a, little I shaper. Know. Yeah. They're so fun to, like, un- unfurl. Yeah. It is like a little curtain. But don't you think, like, the real... Like, the quality of real sushi when you go out is so good that it's, like... it's. I feel like it's not a great thing to make at home. No, but you've got to make, like, a spicy tuna. You know oh, what I sure. mean? You're not going to yeah. be torching some, you know, Toro and you're not making nigiri. You're making like veggie. You're making California wraps. Yeah. Wraps? Or like, yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> Here at home, we call them wraps. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've actually been quite into vegetarian rolls. Sure. Like a, a pickled burdock mm-hmm. and cucumber and avocado. You gotta have avocado. So if I'm gonna have a veggie, I need there's a fat. No avo- yeah, has to have avocado. Otherwise, there's really no point. Otherwise, it's really it's so macrobiotic early or yeah. like mid '90s Gwyneth Paltrow that I can't. Wait, but I was gonna say since I had my like weird food poisoning ish thing that I got with the lamb, mm-hmm. I've had like a really hard time eating meat. Oh my god! I mean, in Germany, listen, like I wasn't not eating meat, but like things that very much resembled meat were like hard for me to eat like I had a piece of pork that was so delicious but I was like feeling ill at the sight of it yes I've been also been eating way more vegetarian lately I've been finding that I want I I think I've eaten pizza for dinner like three days already this week wait I've been craving pizza like crazy we're going to have pizza tonight (gasps) where are you going Motorino in the East Village I've never been it's great I'm so excited but I'm always craving pizza that's so funny because I asked Harry the other day I was like do you crave pizza a lot he said no. no. Which I was like, said, wait, what? What do you mean he's don't British and he like grew up not having good pizza? <sighs> maybe. Except everybody there talks about Pizza Express. Yeah, it's so gross. It is. Okay, yeah. I, 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 I've been, at, I truly, when we were there last week, I was like canvassing people being like, wait, so is Pizza Express good? And everybody's like, oh yeah, oh, it's delicious. It's delicious. I mean, I remember going there when I was studying abroad and it was like, because it was affordable, there was a million of them. Yeah. Like, it's like, is it like Pizza Hut? 
No, like one step but it's above. like a sit down. It's like I remember like wall to wall carpeted floors. Oh. Just you know, it was More just like good for stu- yeah, but, but just pizza. pizza and just too many toppings. Just a take on a culture that's like, or a culture take on pizza that just feels a little like what? Right. What? You guys are closer to Italy than we are. What are you doing? And yet we got it right. <laughs> I just I've been like envisioning floppy. Neapolitan pizza. It's affordable. It's easy. It's good when you're going with a group. I've just been like, I don't, I appreciate that I am the person in the group who gets to order, who like takes the reins, but I, sometimes I'm tired. Oh my God. And it's like, just, let's just get pizza. And then it's like, it's very few decisions need to be made and we're splitting it and it's affordable and that's it. It's simple. Yeah. Until you're the person who is me, which is like, well, I would love to get arugula on the pizza. And we were just like, I don't want arugula. I want what? speck or whatever. I do feel like toppings can get very... I mean, okay. What are the toppings that would make you like, okay, we can't be friends anymore? Jesus. Does pineapple make that list? No, I like a Hawaiian no, pizza. I'm no, I'm not a Hawaiian pizza person. But you would really not be friends with someone because of, of this? I'll stay friends with anybody because they order a pineapple pizza. But I just would have doubts about like... What were they trying to get out of going to pizza that they wanted pineapple on it? It's a fl- it's a like a national flavor Hawaiian pizza. It's so maybe I've never had a good Hawaiian pizza, but to me it's like when they put that spicy honey on everything. Oh, I, I don't love like that. that. I hate that. I like it though, but it has to there has to be another element on it that's yeah, like pepperoni. I do yeah. think that's like Roberta's I, got something right. Yeah, what's it called like bee sting yeah. or something? Yeah. <laughs> I probably did actually get that right. They created like a new classic pizza flavor. They did. I just don't need sweets on my pizza. But you know me, I'm not sweet and salty. Yeah, it's really one of your major flaws. Your only flaw. Thank you. (laughs) I love a sweet and salty and I think, yeah, I don't like ham, but... Because that's what usually on... That what usually on a Hawaiian pizza. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Because the problem is that it's... Ham, right? It's not like it's prosciutto. It's yeah. not like it's salami. It's like like honey-baked ham that they sliced thin. Ooh, yeah. that's gnarly. I do think there are places that do it better and do do it with like a speck or a prosciutto. And it's great. Yeah. And it's not canned pineapple. It's like fresh. It's yes. Fresh. I think I have a very vivid memory of definitely like a canned pineapple and almost like like a perfectly square, square chunk. Cube. Yes, yeah, exactly. Gross, gross, gross. I don't want a honey-baked ham anywhere at any time. Yeah. Um, Same. I, there's some pizza somewhere, some Neapolitan style place that does like, maybe it's Polly G's. They do like some pizza that has dark cherry, little tiny dark cherries on wow. it. That's very good. I thought you were going to talk about the pepperoni cups. So these are the new, of course we know. I think there, is it Calabrian? No. But you know what I'm talking about? It's like, yeah, instead they, they of like, like the big round, bright pepperoni. No, they're thicker. And when they cook, exactly, they, they become cups. A cup of their own oil. Exactly. A you cup just of, take a yeah, little shot, little shot. I just wish they weren't quite so popular because it makes me like embarrassed that I like them so much. Yeah. Yeah. They're fucking good. Also because they get so crunchy. Yes. But I love pepperoni. I love pepperoni oh so <laughs> much. I went to get pizza with Mallory the other night, and we I think we ordered well. Where'd you go? We went to this new place by my house, Oma Grassa, which oh, is yeah. great. Harry and I went. Their cheese pizza, I feel like, could be a little better. Okay. I had this issue where I was like, I like this, but not so... Like, I'm not going to leave that full, which means I wasn't obsessed. Yeah. 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 But their other pizzas are very good, but yeah. I think their cheese pizza needs to be... It hasn't chosen which path... It, it's like true identity. Like, yeah. is it Neapolitan? Is it New York style? I'm like, it needs more cheese on it. Yes. If, if, if I can see any crust through the cheese, it's not a cheese pizza. Unless it's a margarita. Yes. No, but still I want to not see too much of the tomato sauce. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's just, it was almost like it was dry. Like I, it needs to look wet. Yes. And it came out and there was so, it was, the cheese was used so sparingly and there was so much parm on it that the parm created like a drier crust yeah. on top and I was like oh no I actually I don't like parm on a pizza unless it's like shaved on top after the pizza's done yeah I like that do you know what I mean like picture a margarita mm-hmm. 
uh, arugula on top, mm-hmm. freshly shaved Parmesan on top of that arugula. Fuck, I want pizza again. I know. It's Why is it such a... It's so good. We're really... Yeah. Fuck. Okay, what's your favorite pizza place in New York? Oh! Scars. Never been. Oh, my God! Wait, where's Scars again? Lower East Side. We must go. We or get it to go. go. You can just get a big... Just stand in line and get... Is it... Chicago style? No, no, no. straight up. But New it's York. not Neapolitan. Style. It's New York, New York style, New York style. It's perfect. I love that New York has its own style. <gasps> the light just went on. The light died. Um, What's your favorite? Oh God, I, I mean, my favorite style is probably Neapolitan. So probably somewhere that does Neapolitan, but I don't have like a go-to place. I just love a personal pizza. Yeah. I lo- and I love that it's called a personal pizza, so you understand. It's implicit in the name. They're like, it's okay for you to eat this whole thing. Yeah. You don't have to feel weird about it. No, it's the perfect amount of food for one person. And also, like, you could have more. You could have that and get one, have another slice or two of a of different someone else's. one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. you got a personal pizza, maybe one to share. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. What do you think is the correct number of New York slices to eat? Okay, I have in a pizza parlor versus in a house. I have two totally different experiences. Wow, 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 wow. Okay, okay. Also, just shout out to the death of slice shops and dollar, particularly dollar slice shops in the city. They're like all gone. Wait, two brothers? No, two brothers is still hanging on. It's still hanging on, but I think there's far less of them and they no longer are a dollar. They're two eighty nine or something. Right. It's such a particular flavor that talk about oregano. Yeah, it's like all that oregano and all that sugar. It's and so I good. love it. I love and it it's too. So good. So I'm like a two slice person in a shop. Yeah. Um, and at a home, I mean, it depends on. The, I need more context. I'm just like I know that if I'm at a place and they're like somebody has ordered pizzas, I eat at least four slices. Yeah. But it's like so how weird. many it's hours like, am I going to be there? That's you know? true. It's true. You're yeah. like eating over an extended. Like I'm thinking when you and I have ordered pizza here. Yeah, I definitely order enough for everybody to have like three or four slices. Yes, and most people do. Yeah, but it's crazy. It's like in a shop that would never occur to me to just like keep going back up, getting more slices. Yeah. Well, it's more like casual. I feel like, and yeah. you might be having dinner later, like or it might be. Yeah, I you're was drinking. You're drinking. It's late night. Usually, it's like, yeah, get a slice before. Just shout out to pizza generally. Like, what an incredible food. Are you a foldy person when you eat? Of course. Oh, yeah, I go fold. But that's like, I don't go fold. Do you go like this? Like, you hold it like this? Harry, Harry eats this with a knife and fork. Jesus Christ. I know, it's so interesting. How did you marry him? I think maybe he's gotten a little more foldy, thank God, as the years have worn on. God, like, have some fun. How dare to have some goddamn fun in your life? People eating a cheeseburger with a knife and fork. Oh, my God. I mean, that's a... Hey, it's a type. Um, Okay, so you're not foldy. So you're like, okay, here you are. I'm like a forefinger and thumb supporting and middle finger, like, on the bottom support. So you don't go full fold, but it's like Little on the fold. verge of folding. Because I find... Yeah, because you've got to go... Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, another hand there for potential yeah. disaster, exactly. you know, should it ha- occur. When you fold, it's like you get less pizza. It's true. You get less pizza, but you get double the amount of cheese with each bite. Ah! Because it's like folded. It's like looking in at that perfect crevice. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so... It's like so much of much, you know? But it's true. The pizza definitely lasts longer when you don't fold. You can really savor it. I love savoring pizza. Oh <laughs> You're such a child. Oh, wow, I'm getting so excited for my dinner tonight. I'm so excited for you. Thank you. Um, are you, when you go to a slice shop, are you, I'm picturing it, we got the red, the chili flakes. Yeah. And we got the parm. Yeah. Are you, and uh, the one, garlic. one both and the garlic salt. Yeah. I am not a garlic salt, but let me tell you in high school, so like, of course, you know, if you had a lunch off, there, mm-hmm. the only place really to go, there was a deli that made sandwiches, uh, you know, turkey, honey mustard, brie, apple. Classic. Or you would go to the slice shop, which I, fuck, we were talking, Jasper's mm-hmm. up in Riverdale. And I definitely had friends who would like dump the garlic sauce all over. And I'm like, you're ruining it. You're ruining it. And also like, you're going to be in class talking to people who you might want to like hook up with for the rest <laughs> of the day. Yeah. <laughs> like you're crazy for that. I would only go chili. You? Only go chili. Only go chili or nothing. Yeah. Chili, chili or, or nothing. Because the parm, it's that stuff that I, somebody sawdust. was like, it's actually sawdust. Exactly. Yeah. Cannot, cannot go for the parm. 
I bet actually the garlic is delicious. I've just never trusted myself to try it. I've never been in a situation where I felt that a makeout might not be coming my way. It's had, <laughs> and that's why you Words are you. By. Yeah. Um, too scared. Too scared of the garlic. Um, but other, you know, what also would be good is like Chinese chili oil. Oh yeah, I just saw that. Brightland, we also ha- had on the show. We did. Um, they just came out with a, you know, there's this whole fucking squeezy bottle of olive oil oh trend God. happening right now. But, but they have a one that's just marketed as pizza oil, which... I'm already tired just thinking about this. Oh, I think it's I'm a like, great gift to what's give. In it? It's. I think it has um, garlic, oregano, maybe some chilies. You know what I think is a great gift? Making it yourself and putting it in a squeezy bottle and bringing it to somebody with a really cute label that you made. Yeah, but some that, how much time does that take? Like none, because think about how much you cook. Yeah, but then I gotta go get a squeezy right, bottle. Famous pizza oil. I, how are you gonna make it orange? How does that? How does it put peppers in it? Peppers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just put in a pepper. I love. Yeah, I love oiling a pizza. Reoil. I love getting yeah. some olive oil. Because are you a crust? I cannot eat. I don't eat the crust until... <laughs> I was like, you just don't eat the crust at all? Well, usually it's just, I want to enjoy more pizza, and if I eat all the crust, I'm going to get too full. I know, no, I've, yeah, yeah. Well, this is why at a slice shop, you get the two slices, you're going to eat the whole crust, it's going to be it's gone gonna, in two yes, seconds. Yes. If you're at a home, you might have to save your crust. Save your crust save and also... Save those for later. Sometimes the dough has too much dry, like flour on it. Yes. And also it's just like, I'm having these delicious bites of wet, cheesy pizza. I don't want that dry crust unless... I have some olive oil, some, sometimes I mix olive oil and a little hot honey and like mm. dip the crust in that. That's fine. Well, there's nothing better than a dipper. Okay. We went to, so Wiley Dufresne. Did you Did go? I tell you this? Yes, we went. How is okay, it? Okay. Wiley Dufresne has a new pizza place called Stretch. It's so fucking good. Oh my God. And Fuck. they do this like garlic bread thing that's, it, it was truly exquisite. Oh. And it comes with two sauces. I think maybe one was pesto. I forget. One was pesto or marinara. But the other one was like halal sauce. Ah. It was like the white garlic. It was <gasps> so good. And it's literally just covered in garlic and parmesan oh. and parsley. Oh, my God. It's I highly, highly recommend. I'm like, I, could, I, I think I got to throw off all of my dinner plans tonight and get pizza. Yeah. I have to. But, okay, wait. Sorry. Just on the crust thing. You know what's really disappointing to me? When, okay, you see the pizza, it's so exciting, but the crust is, is, when I say thin, I mean like there's not a lot of depth to it and it's dark brown. And you know, it's not that it's not char spots, the whole thing is like past golden brown. And you know it's just a cracker. It's become a cracker. I think maybe that's like not enough yeast in the dough or something. Like Neapolitan is so puffy mm-hmm. and this it's like... You would need so much olive oil to re-wet it. No, that's, yeah, that's a burnt piece of cracker. And it's not the right texture of crust. Now, have you been to this place? There's a few of them. I think it's called, like, Spuntino, Spuntino, and it's cracker style, like, almost like New Haven style. Oh. I don't think they call it that, but it is, like, super, super duper thin. Well, I used to go to Trattoria dell'arte, across from Carnegie Hall. Mm-hmm. And theirs was like cracker salad. It was so fucking good because it would get, like, the bottom would get, like, almost damp if it sat around for long enough. Mm-hmm. And then you're really just eating a nice mouthful of cheese. Mm. And it was very pale on the bottom. Ooh. Oh, my God. It was so good. Wait, okay, so tell me about Spatino style. Well, I just, I, I've had it a couple times and I'm like, this isn't good. And is it very, I mean, by hard? a couple, I mean once and I don't really remember. Like, do you, but do you think that the bottom was, like, still really crackery? Yeah, it was crackery, and it, I just felt like it wasn't, it didn't give me pure joy. It just yeah. felt like um, I was eating a kid's pizza at yeah. a pizza party. Yes, which is not pleasurable. I mean, Trattoria dell'arte was ultimate flop. Yeah. Because it's like... And I, I need flop. Yes, you gotta have the flop. Although Scars does not, it has a little bit of flop. New York style New York often, style. it's true. New York style often, I mean, you, you fold it, and the... Uh, the, it it creases up the seam. Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. It yes. might even crack. Yes, exactly. Which I don't mind. Let me describe the perfection of scars. First of all, I think they like mill their own flour. Great. But they don't lead with that. You would never know. Like they're not like, hey, look at us. They're, they just seem like a slice shop. Mm-hmm. But it's, everything is so perfect. The crust is like 
It might have some semolina flour on the bottom, mm -hmm. but it's got, you know, from moving from bottom to top, it's like crunchy, crusty, like it's going to crack your teeth. Mm -hmm. But then it immediately is like a, a thin layer, like a millimeter that's like doughy. Yeah. And then where the cheese, when the dough hits, <laughs> so hits the sauce, the dough is like almost just barely cooked and it's like almost melted with the yes, sauce. It's like, you can see it. I yes, can see it And it's like kind of yes. damp yeah. and doughy, but cooked, not raw. Yeah. And then the sauce and then the cheese. So it's like you've got all of these different textures going from like wet, cheesy, oily to like medium. It's like, Ugh. oh, it's perfection. It's perfection. I mean, a it's, good New York slice, it can't be beat. I think you might be right. Well, I went to the new, there's a new Neapolitan place called Da Michele, I think, that's from Naples, like from the 1800s, and they just opened one here. Yes, I was reading about it. And I went for lunch, and I got in, I didn't realize, like, apparently now it's very hard to get in for dinner, but for lunch it's not, hint, hint. Mm -hmm. um, and it was so, it's that, that sort of opposite, obviously, of New York style, but that, like, you know... They understand the proportions of where to bring that cheese up to. They yeah. understand how much... It's just maximizing the deliciousness. Yeah. It's also the place that... Did you ever see Eat, Pray, Love? No, I did not. Okay, well, whatever. There's a scene where Julia Roberts and she makes this friend in, in Italy and they're like eating pizza and Julia Roberts is like, my pants can't fit. And the friend's like, let's go buy bigger pants. <laughs> Going, you oh know, God. so she's really embracing her life because instead of like worrying about five extra pounds, she just like buys another size pant. Oh man! Hey, <laughs> <laughs> let's go buy more pants and more pizza. <gasps> wow, love you guys. This was so thrilling. I'm now like dying for pizza. I gotta edit I'm this episode starving. so we can get it out to the masses. Yes, and let's do next week hopes and dreams. Okay, next week is hopes and dreams. But are we doing food specific hopes and dreams, or just like our lives hopes and dreams? I mean, for the pod, for the pod. Mm, okay. And like our food lives. Oh, okay. This is great. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye.